and welcome to the first and ten podcast. Uh, it's me again, uh, Dave, hosting our conference championship preview. Just three games to go this season. Um, that is quite sad. But um, Miles, I mean, how are you, mate? Um, excited, but again, sad because it, the season's nearly over. But then we can get caught up in draft season and yeah. fun starts again. Exactly. Two weeks of draft season, basically. So, yeah, oh, lots to look forward to. Um, Ash, what about you, mate? How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, bud. Yeah, looking forward to this weekend's games. Should be. Um, I think everyone was hoping that it would be the Eagles 49ers. So, I think we've got, got our money's worth in that one. And obviously, most people predicted Kansas City at the other end, but, but probably maybe the Bengals are maybe the biggest shock of the weekend. They're in there, and they're, but they are what they. 10 wins on the bounce now. I think they're the, the form team in the NFL. So, like I said, you, we've got some great games to look forward to this weekend. Yeah, for sure. I mean, get, let's get straight into them. Um, first up, Sunday night, um, it's the 49ers at the Eagles. Um, I mean, we didn't talk about them much, um, but Ash, what about the Eagles? Um, Jalen Hurts, is he, is he for real or is he just a product of an amazing team around him? No, I think he's for real. I think that he it does help that what um, Harry Roseman's built there with all of the. I mean, they their squad is completely loaded, so it does help. Um, they've got an elite offensive line, elite defensive line. They went out, got AJ Brown in the trade. They've gone out and just they, they they've got pretty much. NFL, if not the most complete roster in the NFL. But back to Jaden Hurts, I think that everyone knew kind of what he was at Alabama, even though I know he lost his job to Tua, he still was a very, very competent quarterback. And you could argue in some respects, he is kind of like a game manager in some ways, like Jimmy Garoppolo was and X, Y, and Z that we've been used to. The difference, I think, though, with Jaden Hurts is that he is mobile and that in this attack, especially with Philadelphia's, it just it just gives you so much more where in regards for the playbook for where like a normal game manager, you're looking, oh, we can only do this, that, and the other. But Jalen Hurts, even though he is, I don't know if you if I'd want him to everything to be put on his back in regards to he needs to stay in the pocket and throw all the time because at Alabama he when he was asked to do that or when he got trapped into doing that, he wasn't as good. As soon as he gets out of the pocket and he moves, this this kid's unreal. And his his mobility is like he is like a running back when he runs at you. And I think that kind of that's kind of the philosophy of this Eagles team this year. We saw it a little bit last year of what they were. They've carried it on into this year. And I think that the they've just got better around them. Obviously, they've got better wide receivers. They've just got they've just got better in all departments. And I think that's why we're seeing this Eagles team. They're so they're so simple in some ways where a lot of teams would have thought, oh, this is how you win. They've just basically gone, right, we get two good wide receivers, we run the ball at you, and then we'll play play action, and then we'll get good edge rushers, and then we'll just attack, attack, attack. And they just they just beat you to death, basically, Philadelphia. And I think that they, if you look at the two teams going into this weekend against San Francisco, you could argue that, the difference between the two teams is Jalen Hurts over Brock Purdy. And then you you kind of saying, really, I uh, just fancy Hurts to complete to complete it and go one step further. And I just think he's a, be- a better player all round. 
So Philadelphia, really, they are probably the team to beat for me, I would have thought. Yeah. And um, Miles, um, what about you? Is, is this is this Eagles team the most complete team in the league? Yeah, I mean, they are. Just ah, there's something about some won't go away. They're just they're just there all the time. It's there, and I just I I want to say, I, no, I love Jalen Hurts. I've I've you know, I loved him since his college days. I think I was very excited when he kind of, you know, I I thought loads of teams were going to overlook him more than they did, and you know, it was really good to see him get drafted. And but I just think. I just, I just, yeah. As you know, as Ash was saying, yes, he is better than Brock Purdy, but I don't know if the San Francisco Forty ers machine can actually be stopped. And I, you know, I want, I actually do like Jalen Hurts more, so I do want the Eagles to win. But there's something about this Niners team that I can't, I can't bet against them. I really, I can't confidently say that they'll lose. So. I, I do just think that the Niners are going to do it. And I don't really know how. I think, you know, like they didn't play well against Dallas, really. And they still found a way to win. And I think that that's what a lot of good teams do. And they might just do that again against Philly, I think. I mean, Ash, I mean, the, the 49ers team, I mean, if they do get this win, ha, ha, like, how do they do that? Is it is it all about the defence or do they need Brock Purdy to come up big? I think that how... Like this weekend, I think that Philadelphia found it far too easy to run the ball, and I think they're gonna they're gonna have a shock of their lives when they play San Francisco. How hard it is to run the ball against San Francisco, just because of how good the lot, how athletic the linebackers are, that they attack the spaces that the offensive line open up, and they it's it's a tackle for loss before you've even blinked, basically. And I think they're gonna struggle in that regard to be able to put up, especially the yard. The one thing I will say, though, with Philadelphia rushing gang can from all angles in regards to Hertz is just as athletic as Miles Sanders in regards to running the ball. And I don't think they've quite had, they've played against some a team as as comfortable in their own skin as Philadelphia and be able to go, listen, we th- we are going to run the ball regardless, and I think that we think that our offensive line are going to be able to open the holes enough for us to be able to do that. And I think that it's going to be one of them games where it's each team's not going to try and change what they are, and it's just going to be become very match up dependent in regards to can San Francisco stop the run, and in some respects can Philadelphia stop the run because I know Brock's been playing well and but they still rely heavily on that run game to open everything up. That's what Shanahan always does. And it it may come down to who is the most composed in the pocket. And that is quite an interesting topic when we, even though Hertz is a better quarterback, I personally think, in the pocket where it's just, if you have to stand there and throw the ball, these two are very much more comparable than if you said who is a better quarterback to run an offense through. So if it's down to just throwing the ball, it can become a far more even game. So Philadelphia really need to definitely keep that established, that run. And if they do, and if they can, I think that they're going to beat San Francisco. But if San Francisco can stop them in their tracks, then it becomes a far more even game for me. And San Francisco could then, I think, are far more even in regards to being able to have, I think they've got, I mean, they've got elite, 
um, wide receivers. They've got elite tight ends. So it's not like they can't open up their passing game. So it'll be interesting to see how, if San Francisco can do that. Yeah. And also, I mean, I should mention there, both these, both these teams have some absolutely insane weapons, but I mean, which one, which one's, which one's best? 49ers or the Eagles? Which one are you taking? I mean, the Niners have McCaffrey, who is, you know, yeah. the do it all Swiss Army knife running back. And then if they can't be bothered to run McCaffrey and give him a break, you've got Elijah Mitchell, who again can just, you know, run it down your throat. But again, anyone can kind of run in that Niners team. So, you know, when you added McCaffrey to that, it just became a bit scary. Um, and then you've got Kittle, who is just violent when the ball is in his hands. He's really rediscovered so, something, hasn't he, Kittle? This yeah, I think half. it's once... I think I saw a tweet about once everyone who drafted him is out of the fantasy playoffs, that's when he comes alive. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... But then, you, I don't know, it, it, it is just so tough yeah. because then Philly have got AJ Brown, they've got Devonta Smith who can just stretch the field, which helps their running game. And it's just, I don't know, it's... I just think... The, the Niners, I don't, I can't, I think the cohesive unit of the Niners line might be a tiny bit better. And if I played an hour later, it could have been different score. If this game was played it tomorrow, it could be a different, like it, it could go either way. And I just, it's going to be exciting, but yeah, I really, I really think the Niners, but I'm not, banking too hard on them but yeah <clears throat> it's just every, the weapons on every team are insane and again the difference really is the QBs that's the one thing that the Niners don't have on the Eagles but then Purdy has been playing well so <coughs> maybe in five years time if Purdy's still a star well they did have a QB but right now there have been a few dropped picks that Purdy's gotten away with and he's just you know a few couple of guys he's missed that have been open and but he has still done his job as the, you know, fill-in <clears throat> system QB and it is working. So we'll see. But I just think the we weapons-wise, Philly have got the edge, but in terms of just brute force on the line, I'm going to go with the Niners. So <laughs> it, it's just, it's so hard to call, isn't it? But yeah. Well, I'm going to make you call them now. Um, give me a score. What's it, what's it going to be? I'll score. I'm not giving a score. Oh, you no. give me a score. Well, I'll give no, two Niners. games. Give me a score. Come on. No, Niners. I'm picking the Niners <laughs> to win, but I don't know. But what by? All right. At least give me a margin then, even if it's not a score. No, okay. The Niners to win by one score. And I'm going to go with <laughs> six points, not seven. Okay. I'm going to go with all five. I'm going to go with six points. Niners to win by six points. I like it. And Ash, what about you? Um, I think the Eagles might do it, and I think it will be. But I think it will be really close. I think it will be something like twenty-one, twenty-four to the Eagles. Yeah, I think it's going to be like I said. Points can come from anywhere. Both run games are good. Both passing attacks are good. Both defenses can turn the ball over. So it's just going to be a matchup dependent. Who plays better on the day? Because both of these, you could even if you say. Philadelphia haven't got maybe the best roster, who has San Francisco are probably the next yeah. one. So these two teams have probably got the two best rosters in the whole, like depth-wise. I mean, San Fran have got probably the best left tackle, maybe top five ever to have played the game with Trent. 
And you, you, you kind of just look through both of these teams' rosters and go, like, ah, there isn't really a bad spot. There isn't really a soft spot in their team. So I just think the Eagles, what I mentioned before, I just think the Eagles are they're just more comfortable in their game plan. And I think that they're going to just be able to eke out just because I think they've got the more, the better quality in the key areas. Yeah. I mean, similar <laughs> for me, I think it's going to be a really tough. And it wouldn't surprise me if it's a bit more defensive than maybe think. Obviously we've spoken about the offensive weapons a lot, but I mean, by team, <laughs> got just insane players on defense. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if this one's a bit more defensive than we maybe think it's going to be, but I'm going, I'm going 49ers to win. I don't know, 2017, something like that. Nice close one comes down to the fourth quarter. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, should be a good game. Ho- hopefully it is. Just don't want to blow out either way, do we, basically? Just uh, keep it tight. But um, yeah, should be an excellent game. I mean, as should the uh, AFC Championship game. Bengals traveling <coughs> to Kansas City. Um, I mean, I think it's much better not being at a neutral field, isn't it? I think uh, it's nice to see the home fans getting to actually celebrate their team. But um Miles, I mean, I guess we should just do this pre- preview assuming Patrick Mahomes plays and is healthy because if not, it's probably a very, very different preview, isn't it, that we could probably do in a lot less time. But um, assuming Patrick Mahomes plays and is somewhat healthy, I mean, how do how do the Bengals stop this team or can they be stopped anyway? Miles, sorry. Um, I... Th- I think it's just going to be a shootout, really. I think even if Mahomes' uh, mobility is limited, you know, you've still you've still got great pocket presence. He's still got a cannon of an arm. Like he will just have to sort of stay in the pocket and you know dance around in there instead of being flushed out and you know doing what he does. Um, and then you've got the machine, unstoppable machine that is Travis Kelsey, and I I just think that both teams defensively haven't been as solid as they'd like but offensively they're just insane um but i do just think that if Mahomes isn't fully fit i was i had the bengals edging it anyway but i just think that a bit more confident that happening now if Mahomes isn't fully fit because even when you look at okay kelsey is obviously phenomenal but in terms of other receiving targets i just think that you know that you know i think Burrow has it a bit better and that could be the difference, you know, because you know you've got they've kind of Kansas City have kind of thrown together a receiving group, but because it's Mahomes, it's okay, it's fine. Kind of like Brady back in the back in his Patriots days, he was kind of just throwing to sort of lows around the guys, and it kind of worked out. But yeah, I kind of don't. I want Mahomes to be healthy so we have a better game where he's just getting flushed out of the pocket and slinging it a million miles on the run and stuff like that, but. Yeah, I still, I still think, I still think Cincinnati and Cincinnati are, are confident. You saw the, I don't know if you saw the the clip of the <clears throat> Cincinnati bench calling it uh, Borrowfield instead of Arrowfield. I think they are very, very up for the game and should be exciting. Yeah, nice. Um, I mean, Ash. I mean, same sort of thing. I mean, how do the Chiefs stop the Bengals? I mean, they might have to if uh, Mahomes. <clears throat> Isn't even it's played, but not one hundred percent. They might have to do something here. And I mean, just how do you stop this offense with all those weapons they've got? Yeah, I think um, in regards to the Chiefs, I think that they they're going to be heavily reliant on Frank Clark and Chris Jones to get pressure on this own line because they are down some starters. And Buffalo just didn't do that the weekend. 
and Borough just looked very comfortable. I think that the game plan worked from Taylor and Callahan that they managed to get the ball out quick for Burrow. So they didn't really have time to pressure him. But Kansas really, really need to get straight in there with the pressure with Clark and, and Chris Jones. Because if they don't, Burrow will just pick him off because he's got so many weapons. Obviously, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, I mean, the list goes on. <clears throat> so I think that's really the key, really, for um, Cincinnati and, and the passing attack that they've been able to produce at the moment. If you flip it on the other side, it's it's one of them ones where if Mahomes plays, Izzy is mobile because we're used to Mahomes scrambling, making plays on the run. If we don't see that, what do we see? When I was watching, when I was, I mean, I see Kansas a lot, <clears throat> and they they are the masters of delay in some respects. So players kind of look like they're doing one thing and then they do another. Kelsey's probably the best at it in regards to. He looks like he's it's a run player or a chip block or something, and then he, he drops into a zone or into a little bubble area, and Mahomes just finds him and he runs off it for these 10, 15-yard gains, and they do it all the time. And Cincinnati will have to... I mean, if you'll get... Jacksonville did it the weekend. They they gave... I think it was 40... They, he had 14 receptions. You just can't do that against Tra Travis Kelsey. If you do that against the Chiefs, they will win because... Kelsey is there, is Mahomes' safety blanket. So if you can stop the safety blanket, especially if he's not as mobile, then it becomes a very interesting game. So I think that the key for the Chiefs is to pressure Joe Burrow, make him throw under pressure because the O-line is a little bit beat up at the moment. Mm. And for and for the Chiefs, you have to stop Mahomes to Kelsey. That is the key to make it competitive against the Chiefs. Um, Miles, I mean, I'm not going to make you pick between the two quarterbacks, but are these the best two in the league? Do you think? I still, I still, I still do think that Josh Allen is 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 better than Joe Burrow. But the gap, Joe Burrow has just basically for the last couple of years just kind of closed the gap on everyone ahead of him. Um, and I think I had Herbert ahead of him at the start of the year, and I don't know if I still do, but. I, I still think it's Mahomes and Allen. I think those are the those are my those are the top two right now. But Joe Burrow is just he keeps on. He's just overly. He's just powerful. He's consistent. He's got a bit of mobility there, which is obviously very important in the modern NFL. And but he can just stand there and be a pocket passer if he needs to. And yeah, I do, I do just think that he just keeps going from strength to strength and. Mahomes is still number one. No one, I don't honestly think, until Mahomes leaves the NFL, there is going to be a better QB than Patrick Mahomes. But I think Joe Burrow is going to make a case for the number two spot ahead of Josh Allen next year. Yeah, nice. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a tough game, this, because um, obviously a lot comes down to the health of Patrick Mahomes, but I give me those predictions. I'll make you go first this time, Ash. I think the Chiefs will win, <clears throat> unfortunately. Um, I think that they'll 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 snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. I think that Cincinnati might go up, um, and then everyone will be like, I think this might be it, and then Kansas will come back second half. 
Cincinnati have been doing very, very well at adjustments at halftime at the moment. Their defensive coordinators like ranks top of the league for uh, adjustments at halftime. But I think this might be one of them ones where if when Mahomes is nearly needed, he'll step up. Um, it's just one of them ones where, like you said, if, if Mahomes is not quite fit, it might come down. But I just, I just still think Mahomes would, might get it done in the end. I'd like Cincinnati to do it. I think going back to back AFC um, championships and getting to the Super Bowls back to back would be a, a massive achievement for Joe Burrow and that team. But I just think Kansas City, one of them, they, they, they are the team that put a fawn in your side and kind of. Uh, they're just the team to to knock off the top, and I just think that they're just about to do it. Nice. And uh, <clears throat> Mars, what about you? Which way you going there? I'm going to say just about doing it, but the other way. I think Cincinnati will win, but I was confident in them winning. But now <clears throat> with this Mahomes injury, I kind of feel like the it's still going to be a, a close margin. But I'm more I'm more confident in the in my prediction. Um, because I, I, re- I think we saw that half of my homes is still pretty much better than everyone else. So I don't really think that it's going to have like a, a, a detrimental effect <clears throat> on the team, but it's still going to make an impact. And I just think Cincinnati are going to just about have enough. But yeah, I hate, I hate I'm not counting my homes out. I just have a lot of confidence in the Cincinnati Bengals offense because I do think defensively they're still a bit iffy and I think that O line is still mashed <clears> up and but I just I have a lot of faith in Joe Burrow, I have a lot of faith in the receivers and you know that they, they've got a lot of big players in them that can just flip the field and change momentum and it is obviously that's obviously tough to come up against and when you're limping like Mahomes was then you know and you're in a shootout it becomes a bit more difficult and I think maybe just maybe that could be the the, the the thing that changes it for uh since yeah i'll I, say i feel very similar to miles but yeah i mean i think this injury is I, I think it's got to be worse than it's sort of being made out to be i mean look at mac jones he got the same injury he's like literally crying basically he got carried off the field doesn't he like screaming down yeah the but he's and, not elite he doesn't he's well, not elite yeah. Patrick Mahomes has got an elite mentality. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes could get shot on the field, <clears throat> yeah. and he'd still he'd still be begging to come out. On whereas Mac Jones, he you know someone would sneeze next to him, and he'd be like, "Get the get the golf cart," you know. <laughs> <laughs> but how often do we hear these ankles, these high ankle sprains that just it's multiple weeks normally, isn't it? So like, even if he plays, I just can't see how he can be just full Mahomes. Yeah. But also, I found out this this season that a high ankle sprain isn't actually just a sprain. There's like some tearing or something like that to some sort of, yeah, like it's not actually just a sprain, which I thought was made it even more <coughs> insane that players can yeah. just sort of run it off. I don't, yeah, so I do wonder, like a week on, almost like it's going to be really swollen now, is it? it'll be bruised, where yeah. almost like when it happens, it's probably the best time because it's not not all kicked in yet but yeah yeah and you've got I, the adrenaline and yeah, yeah I, I would have picked the Bengals anyway but yeah I think with this injury I just can't really pick another way but yeah I just really hope it's a good game and I hope Mahomes is whatever health he is right now for, for where he can be but yeah I'd pick the Bengals uh either way um <clears throat> well that sort of runs up a previous um before we go I've got some uh coordinator news that I just seen while I was scrolling through while you're talking um, Ash, let's get your reaction. Um, charges of uh, 
<coughs> requested to interview Joe Brady. Um, what do you think about that one? Yeah, I, I just saw that that popped up on mine. Yeah, they've got they've interviewed six at the moment, so it's uh, Joe Brady, Buffalo QB coach, uh, three guys from the Rams: Olson, Brown, Robinson, um, and then um, the Minnesota QB coach Johnson and the Tennessee Titans tight end coach which there's talk about him he's there's a lot of buzz around the league he's quite young he's the new it's saying he's the new Ben Johnson but we'll see uh, I like where they're going with it I think that they're going to these kind of established offences um, the Rams obviously Staley's got a, a lot of connections with um, but yeah I, I do like I do like the Joe Brady um, interview. I think he's going to be one of them ones where hopefully he still has to accept the request yet. So yeah. we've asked for his, asked for permission to seek it. But if they don't want to do it, then we might not have it. But I think that would be quite an interesting one. I think um, uh, Lee pointed out that he he quite like Joe Brady um, as our offensive coordinator. So I quite like uh, Dan. I think it's Dan um, Pritchard. Uh, which is the QB coach for uh, Cincinnati Bengals would be a nice one to also look at. So there's some interesting names go flowing around for the Chargers. There's some interesting names floating around at the moment in regards to head coaches. I think the talk is Dan Quinn to Cardinals is nearly wrapped up. He's going for a second interview. So I think that one might get over the line. Um, and then the new one today that came out, I think it was like an hour ago is the, there's new, there's a lot of talk on Rogers isn't there at the moment. Yeah. that they are wanting to trade him, but they won't trade him to an NFC team. So that would be interesting. That would be a nice yeah. off-season debate as well. Yeah. Is that it's the Jets at the moment that are the most keen for Aaron Rodgers. So that's the new one as well. Yeah. I mean, board that news for you as well, Miles. I mean, Bill O'Brien. Yeah. I mean, again, I think I, I was... The initial reaction is you you hear the name Bill O'Brien and you think of those Texans trades and yeah. you, you feel <laughs> violently ill. Um, we have to remember he he is a good coordinator and that's what he's there to do. He's not there to trade. He's not there to give up the farm for bad players, average players, you know. And I think anyone literally anyone and i mean me using the patriots playbook on madden is going to be better than matt patricia so i'm you know i'm very happy with that that hiring and i mean <clears throat> can't really get worse i mean doesn't might necessarily get much better but it can't get any worse than <laughs> the last season and I think it would be nice to see what Mac Jones can do with someone who wants to throw the ball more than, you know, five yards, really. So <laughs> let's see. It's be exciting. Not that Mac Jones can throw it that far, but it's still going to be exciting to watch him try, <laughs> right? Yeah, definitely more interesting at the very least. Um, yeah. well, I think that brings us to the very end of this uh, conference championship preview. But, um, <laughs> I mean, Miles, where can people find more, more from you? Uh, on Twitter, at Miles Burrell. Full stop. Done. Not talking anymore. <laughs> and uh, Ash, what about you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter as well. Is um, at Tilza nine ninety nine. Nice. And you can find us at First and Ten underscore on Twitter. And you know, 
first ten everywhere, everywhere you can find us. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully, we're back with chatting about some incredible games next week. But um, if not, we'll we'll find some way to fill it either way. But uh, yeah, um, hopefully, we get two amazing teams at the Super Bowl. And yeah, this is a um a conference championships we will always remember. But um, yeah, thank you for listening, and we'll see you later. <laughs>